10.41, just uh, waiting to get through to Nigel Yeldon, who is our guest on the bulletin today. And uh, while we wait, we could read out uh, two or three texts. Uh, unbelievable first-class stats for Jaswell as well. 22 matches, 12 hundreds. This, uh, talking about this wonder kid, this left-hander, uh, who is opening the batting for uh, India and making a mess of the English bowling attacks at the moment. Absolute superstar. Sensational player. Absolutely. Uh, keep an eye on him for the future. Uh, Bolt hasn't played much, says Nick. Uh, chose to, uh, sorry, Hone, this is Hone from Tokomaru Bay. Tokomaru Bay. Uh, Bolt hasn't played much. Chose to play T20 circuit. Now it's finished. Uh, he's finally selected for the Black Caps. Still a world class performer. Cricket for me tonight, says Hone. And what's the Chiefs recorded afterwards? Yeah, I think that's probably Hone the way that I'll go as well. Uh, Marina Smithy, positive vibes, mate. We'll do the Aussies in the next two games and win 2-1. Uh, Bolt and Phillips will come to the party. Brilliant. Okay, thanks, Marshy. Actually, yeah, I can tell you, Marshy, you're a Hawks Bay boy. The, the Hawk Cup's uh, up and running again this weekend. And the Hawk Cup is uh, first played for 1910 when Lord Hawk uh, presented a trophy, a cup. And uh, he said, right, you provinces can go for it. And the first winner of the Hawke Cup back in 1910 was Southland. They were the first holders of the Hawke Cup. And it's Hawks Bay against Canterbury Country today. Thumbs up. Nigel Yeldon's on the line, which is fantastic. Uh, good morning to you, Nigel. And what a magnificent weekend of sport we've got for us tonight. What will be on your channel, on your TV at uh, 7 o'clock tonight? Uh, it'll probably be on Netflix because I'm going to be at Waikato Stadium getting ready to watch the Chiefs and Crusaders play. Right. Okay. So there you go. You're the first person. Man's got to work, brother. Man's got to work. Uh, well, that's true. I suppose a man's got to work. Is that's true. Um, but if you weren't, what would you watch? There you go. If I wasn't, I would probably be watching that second one, uh, second T20. If I'm being completely yeah. honest, because. Um, the first one was so good, and I want to see whether the Black Caps can just correct some very subtle mistakes, even the series up, and send it to a decider on Sunday. Yeah, I think it's a fair call. Uh, it was a fair call, and um, uh, it's interesting. Uh, I, I suppose it's hard to be avoided that uh, you'd run rugby up against um, cricket tonight. We've been talking about it. Um, whether it's a scheduling error or whether rugby have just said, to hell with it, um, we'll take you on. It's because one is being broadcast on one uh, broadcast platform and the other is being done by another one. I don't think it's got anything to do with um, scheduling as in... Look, I I think it would be fair to say if both of those products were being broadcast by the one broadcast provider, there wouldn't be a clash. Okay, but yep. the fact is, one is on Sky, one is going to be on CBNZ. That's the reason why that you're seeing these played at the same time. It's called competition. It's not the worst thing on the planet, from my point of view. Um, but yep. I, that's that's the simple reason why. Yeah, uh, that's a very good point, actually. Um, well, head to head, it'll be interesting to see what the numbers are if we ever get very to find out. Very, very interesting. Hey, hey, Nigel, it's also very interesting to me, and this is a, a story that broke whilst I was away, I think. The, the Silver Ferns coaching job uh, is being advertised as such. What are you made of all this? Yeah, I find it I find it a little bit perplexing. So 
they've come out and I've listened to the interviews that Jenny Wiley has done. I've listened to Dame Nolan talking about it as well and the, the videos that went up on the Nibble New Zealand uh, YouTube channel. And I'm sitting there going, okay, I can, I can kind of see it. But if Dame Nolan Totara wants to continue in the job, when you look at the body of work, and I know she's pointing to, oh, look, we finished fourth at the World Cup. I've never finished fourth in anything in my life. I need to go back and I need to reevaluate. What have I done wrong and what can I do better? Okay, cool. I, I kind of get that. But then you look around and you go, okay, who are the people who could probably succeed not Dame Nolan Totara or who would be of an equal netball coaching standard that we currently have here in New Zealand? Now, the first name that came to my mind, Smithy, was Yvette McCausland-Jury, who has been mm-hmm. involved in the Silver Ferns before, but also has had great work with the Pulse. But, of course, she and her husband, Nathan, are currently doing a massive amount of work with regards to setting up a Tereo school, or I should say re-establishing a Tereo school in Auckland. Now, is she going to step away from that particular project? Hard to see. Could you see her doing both? Hard to see, because I know what Evie's got her teeth into at the moment, her and Nathan. It's, it's, it's a big, big job. So I've got to take Yvette off, off the table just for the moment. I'm happy to be proven wrong, and she could be preparing to, to have a crack at it. Who else is there? Now, with the utmost respect to the other coaches currently operating in New Zealand, I don't see anybody on the level of Dame Nolan Todua. The only person I see is actually an assistant coach, and I'm not sure whether Rob Wright, who I think is a wonderful netball coach, I don't know whether that's his jam. I really don't know whether he wants to be in that kind of a position. And so when I look at it, it doesn't appear to me anyway to be anybody else inside of New Zealand to challenge Dame Nolan if she's having a little bit of a crisis of conscience. I think it's just a conversation to have. I'm not 100% sure why they've gone to market with regards to this. Well, that's an, that brings uh, you, you just touched on it very slightly there. You said within New Zealand, is it is it possible that we need someone unfamiliar in the role all of a sudden, someone that we don't know so well, someone from overseas? Is there a candidate? Uh, again, will they bring anything different to what Dame Nolan Totua brings? Yeah, quite possibly, um, because there are some very good coaches. There's some outstanding coaches over in Australia as well. Um, whether they would want to come to New Zealand, whether the, the money would be right. Remembering they're coming to an organisation which at the moment is very much looking at what is going on from a financial point of view as well with regards to what their broadcasting deal is, 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 is doing. So there might be other options from outside. I'll be fascinated to see if they do get interest from overseas. But when I, when I just look at it, I still think... Dame Nolan Kaurua has got the skills and she's the kind of person who is constantly trying to evolve herself as a coach. So if she's still got the energy and she's still got the enthusiasm and she's already said she's looking to reapply again, then that's a big tell for me. 
Okay. Well, uh, on what you've said, and, and you know, when you replace an institution, you've got to come up with something very, very worthy. Um, pretty hard to find a candidate, as you say, at this very point in time. Uh, look, tonight, as you say, you're, you're on deck, you're working, got to pay the bills. But you're paying the bills tonight at a hell of a contest, the Chiefs and the Crusaders, with so many, well, I will say personnel changes, particularly in the Crusaders side of things. And um, boy, what an opportunity for your, uh, young rugby players now. Oh, absolutely. And we see this, don't we, Smithy? It's, it's become the norm. World Cup finishes, people look to go overseas, um, finish off their career, maybe get some, get some reward, having maybe, particularly from a New Zealand point of view, probably sacrificed a bit in terms of what their market value actually is to be able to stay in New Zealand and wear the all-black jersey. And so it is a wonderful opportunity. And I've been... Been pouring over the squads. I've been looking through, you know, some of the positions, and I think it's going to be fascinating—a fascinating season. Um, I look at the halfback position. I, I still think that's wide open, and that's not being disrespectful to Billy Chrisley and Falau Fakatava and Cam Royguard. I think there's a real chance there. I look at the locking situation because we've had two absolute all-back legends and White Lock and Retallick. We know Scott Barrett's probably going to be in the mix. Who wants to be alongside him? Who wants to be the guy wearing the number 20 jersey on the bench? I'm, I'm super excited. Super excited to see what this shakes out like. I think it's a real opportunity. It really does feel as though it is a little bit of an open book, even though we know all blacks have assembled and they brought people in. It seems just a little bit more open, and I, I guess that just adds to the intrigue of the season here. And uh, just looking at the, the other clashes this weekend, the Blues should account for Fiji up in, uh, up in Whangarei? Well, you'd like to think so, but I mean, look, there's a very strong Fijian community up in that part of the world. So I think, I think the Endura is going to have their fair share of uh, supporters out there as well. You would like to think so. I thought the Endura, they were outstanding last year. I think they will continue to evolve. They'll continue to develop their game. Just like Moana Pacifica, I think Moana's going to very much benefit from having Tana Umanga, Tom Commentary, Stephen Jones driving them over the course of, of this year. But there's so many really cool storylines this season. You know, Clark Laidlaw with the mm. Hurricanes, an Ardilis Hurricanes at that. And what about the Highlanders? The Highlanders with the massive turnover, very much going youth, 16 players going away from the franchise. Jamie Joseph coming back. It's, it's, there's so many really neat storylines and fun things to keep an eye on from a rugby point of view. I think it's going to be uh, a really breakout season and such a refreshing season with, uh, of course, Scott Robertson at the helm. Uh, and uh, really nice of you, Nigel, to, to, to talk to us. Really appreciate it. And uh, good luck with your call tonight. And uh, we'll keep an eye on the cricket on your behalf as well. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not calling. So I will be able to maybe put a. Maybe I might put the uh, the scenes app in in one ear as I sit there and watch the game from the uh, the media box tonight. Oh, that would be nice. Okay, you do that, mate. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, we'll catch up, catch up again shortly, Nigel. Thank you very much, Nigel Yeldon. Of course, uh, a really brilliant commentator across all forms and uh, really into the netball as well. Nigel has got a vested interest in that too, with his work he does in that area. And uh, really, uh, that is an interesting story developing. Uh, who would have ever thought that someone like a, a Dame Nolene would be under pressure? Is she under pressure? 
uh, and she still thinks she's got a point to prove. But they just have not been playing well. They just simply have not been playing well.